Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. In the MCU justice system, beloved characters are observed by two separate yet equally important groups, the fans who watch movies and the hardcore nerds who disassemble their actions in minute-by-minute detail. These are their stories. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rob Cabosco. Hello, Kyle. If you would please, if you would so please, I would like to introduce Exhibit A. Mm. Kinetic energy. Okay. The kinetic energy of an object is the energy that it possesses due to its motion. It is defined as the work needed to accelerate a body of given mass from rest to stated velocity. It gains that energy and then it can do something with it. There is an actual thing in warfare called kinetic kill vehicles. These differ from conventional missiles in that these are not equipped necessarily with a warhead. Their destructive capability is provided by the delivery to a target using a considerable load of kinetic energy. The hit to kill or kinetic energy technology approach is based on the fact that when one object strikes another object at high speeds, a tremendous amount of destructive energy is released. Court will now adjourn until later in this minute. Thank you. I thought there'd be another chung chung. No. Oh, wait. There we go. Thank you. Close. (laughs) Things are getting litigious here. Yes. Minute 110 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed by Mr. John Favreau. Uh, And uh, we're going to pick up where we left off, which is... Pepper is still standing on the porch where she didn't have a confrontation with Whiplash, where he didn't try and strangle her and then was defeated by a nano ball. That didn't happen, people. Don't even need to think about it. She's really just standing there. Don't forget the mouthful of whipped cream. Too. Oh, the mouthful of whipped cream. That's right. No, no, no whipped cream at all. But we cut from her, like looking out over the destruction and possibly the end of her time as CEO. Uh, and we go back to Hammer Industries because uh, we have a mea culpa because we actually thought that this happened earlier on. But this was me. It actually this happens me. there. Yeah. It actually happens <laughs> now. So My Natasha, God. who is still monitoring everything, she's still like, you know, mo- like watching everything on the screens uh, because she realizes that no one she was supposed to find is actually here, uh, but she still wants to be helpful. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get over the fact that her, her entire fight scene was pointless because nobody was at actually Hammer Industries. She did. She helped. Like the well, she got. Thank no, you for she got to the control yeah, panel. And yes, they figure that out. They, I think they figure that out in the reshoots where they're like, "Hey, yeah. maybe we should just not have it be entirely futile that Black Widow gets dressed up and kicks a bunch of guys and punches Absolutely. that poor soldier in the balls." Well, um, <laughs> so Natasha says. Heads up, you got one more drone incoming. This one looks different. The repulsor signature is significantly higher, and so we see it, and it's, and it's cruising, too. Like, we see the, the new designation on it, and it's going fast. Um, and so, once again, hey, Natasha, thanks for the two seconds of notice, because then all of a sudden, he's there. Like, if you could have seen him coming in the whole time, he wasn't that fast. Um, so then uh, we, have, uh, we see a, a suited figure uh, come and land boom in the garden like you see metal legs and everything like it's ironmonger oh wait i'm sorry this not ironmonger uh but it's another guy in a suit so we have a similarly powered hero and villain fighting it out it must be marvel it's 
<laughs> so Ivan stands there, and then actually the the helmet goes back, and oh my gosh, everybody, it's Ivan! What? What a twist! Nobody expected this to happen. But uh, what he says is, "Good to be back." Which, oh. if you remember, all the way back to like I think it was minute two. That's what Tony Stark said when he landed on the stage, and then oh. assembled and turned around, and, and he said, "It's good to be back." Oh, because, uh, because okay, we are same. We are same. You and I. We are two sides of coin. Do you know what should have happened here? What should have happened here is when the suit, the the helmet came back, and he said, "It's good to be back." Mm-hmm. A tiny mechanical bird should have appeared <laughs> right on his shoulder. <laughs> that would have been, um, dude. You had time to do all this. Sure, you had time to make a little mechanical bird and right. be like. Yeah, I love the fact that he uh, designed the helmet so it could fit his top knot. Yeah, <laughs> you see that? Well, he looks. But so the first the first time that um, I had seen this, you know, when when that reveal comes of his face, his hair is it's combed like it <laughs> yeah. looks great, right? Yeah. Like it's almost like a different character. He's yeah. cleaned himself. It's almost up, like right? this was shot like six months later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because of what we talked. Right. That's what happened. That's what. Happened. So this is all reshoot. Yep. Oh, he looks much healthier and much nicer. Right. (laughs) Okay. There we go. That explains that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, So, Rhodey has, uh, once again, mastered the understatement, said, this ain't going to be good. (laughs) No. No, it's not. (laughs) And then we get to see uh, the whips. So, then from the suit, uncoils these two things. We get to see that they're actually... They're, I'm trying to, I'm trying to describe them without being it's sounding incredibly dirty Rob but I just don't know how to do it oh no so it, they're girthier <laughs> they're, they're bigger and they're longer they're thicker, and thicker they're thicker they're more impressive ropier they're okay now hold on <laughs> we may have went you too see far. what I'm saying it's different I mean well wait and we should say what is this? Kyle, yes, it's the Whiplash armor Mark II. Yes, <laughs> it's it's true. I guess the first, if the if the first, the the endoskeleton, the sort of like right. the ones that you could hide underneath some uh, some travel togs, then uh, right. this is the 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 version two. That's right. Uh, and so it's a uh, two guys in, in suits you- fighting. Huh? You- okay. Okay. Wait. Just a couple things that okay, obviously yes, this devolved. Well, look, yeah. this is a reshoot. This yeah. is what we came up with. We'll right. get into this. Yeah, I just say, one comparative to what it was originally. Oh, huge absolutely. improvement. No, huge improvement. But you know, oh. this is like this is the exact same thing that happened at the end of Iron Man One, except that now Rhodey's there too. Well, Rhodey's there and whips and and, I and mean, whips. whips. They're girthier, Rob. They're well. I mean, they're they look tough. Okay, one thing I do want to add, though, based on uh, us talking earlier in the yeah. in a few minutes ago about the samurai inspiration here, mm-hmm. yeah, true, it is fully realized in the Whiplash Mark II armor. Yes. He's even got his lower half. Ha- I mean, it's like right out of a movie. I mean, yeah. you know, a, a samurai movie. Like they went all in on this, and I don't think you normally see this because again, it's dark, and this the suit doesn't last very long. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, putting that all together from a design perspective, nicely done. 
I guess. Well done. I mean, like, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't like this design, I guess, is part of the problem. Like, I'm trying. Already, I'm trying. <laughs> already just like, like this, this is a, the, the critique of Marvel movies starts here and it goes right up through WandaVision, which is the climax of a Marvel movie is two people of very similar powers having a big CGI fight. And oh. this is the and, and right up at the, at the end of WandaVision, two guys very similar powers fighting you know fighting in the climax. And no, yes, like Black Panther. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was that was yeah. my wrong. That was, that was a wrong the wrong selection. <laughs> you, yeah, you can make the case that it's not always. But that was not the right example to you. I intentionally did yeah. that for Kamiya. Yeah, know. exactly. Because that, that's, <laughs> okay. that's my that's my that's pretty much my only critique of Black Panther is that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it and it all starts here. And I do not like the design of this suit. I wish it was clunkier. I mean, I wish that it looked more like a drone, like a hammer drone that had been converted. Because I mean, it, it looks like the Ironmonger armor with whips. Like the, there's, Except, there's, well, I mean, like so you've got, like okay, take a look at Iron Man next to War Machine iterations of the same suit, right? But very different. And the, then then you look at like what Whiplash's suit is, and it's just another suit. Like it doesn't it doesn't have a significant thing. I didn't even spray paint it green like it is in the comics or purple. Right, that, right. You know, I don't need all that. I don't need it to be all that. So, but it just so looks so utilitarian and blah and I, and I think a lot of that is because they had to come up with a design really fast they're like uh we need something now you know it's like one of these like mad dash in ilm of somebody's like or like you know call you know, get andy park and ryan Menerling on the phone and get him to draw as fast as they possibly can like <laughs> and so um, this is probably like you know second draft because they had to just get it out okay because the guys needed to render it they needed to put it in the thing can i can i make a suggestion of what they could have done please what if he in making the suit wanted to give a big tribute to his homeland of Russia and use the primary Russian color to colorize the suit with, which mm. also would have served <gasps> for the Crimson Dynamo connection. Exactly. Yes. It's, uh, just make it even burgundy. Like don't, yes. don't have to have it be like, like stoplight red, but just that it's like that. It's like even rust. Right. You know? And, right. And, but I guess, I guess you know, when you look at this thing, the whole point of the whiplash when he first shows up is that he's fast. And so to have it be in a big clunky suit of armor, it's just like, why don't you just have it like that he, his the armor he designed is like form fitting. Oh. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, but it is Mickey Rourke. So I mean, like he is, I mean, he's basically built like a boxer. But, you know, now part of this is the design of this, because there is some information you can go again. You can check out the wikis that have the Mark II information. Yeah. A lot of this is due to the thicker, higher <laughs> throbbing <laughs> whips because they have a pulsating. There's a lot of things pulsating. Uh -huh. Wow. We yeah. hit. I didn't when I didn't know when we were going to hit our 14 year old episode. <laughs> but here we are. But here we are. Yeah. This is it. Not at no. 114, but at 110. <laughs> oh, we're. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the theory behind this. The reason why it's the suit is what it is, is because the whips are faster and more powerful and he can do all this stuff. I'll, yeah. I'll admit it's not, it's not, it's not great. It's 
not great. No. Yeah, I, I, I really better than what it could have been. Better, better the ending is what it could have been. been. But like, I'm still yes. not a big fan of this design. I think they, yes. I wish they had had more time and were able to uh, do something a little bit more distinctive. And even, even if you're going to do this, take the Crimson Dynamo sort of look and then like retrofit it to that. You know, so then you have then you have both sides and you you know have that thing. It, but I don't. Two guys. But you know what though? Yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah. Because the next thing that happens. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Let's talk Let's about it. So Rody Court court is back yeah, in so session. We're back in session. So Rody says, I got something special for this guy. I'm gonna bust his bunker with the ex-wife. Which is a cornball phrase. With the, with the what? And you see uh, Rhodey's left shoulder. Actually, the big. Right. we see the big shoulder pad things he has. Well, we're, now we're going to know why. Because in one of them is a small rocket launcher. So you see the, the pieces come up and open up. And you get to see that. And remember the ex-wife that we talked about this? The bunker buster. Like the the huge amount of explosive in a very small container that Justin Hammer made a big thing. It's his It's his Mona Lisa. It's his. This is his right. piece de resistance. Like this is the. The, the ultimate in hammer tech, the thing he's most pleased of. The the cover art for this very episode is me holding the ex-wife. Yeah. People think, keep thinking, tell me it's a cigar. It's not. It's the ex-wife. That is how significant this is. So, Rhodey aims it, like, arms it, aims it, fires it. Ivan doesn't even flinch. It f- flies across the room, bounces off his chest, splashes into the little stream, and makes a fart noise. <laughs> And is it? Am I? I know. Am I? Am I I like making a joke about fart noise? No. In the commentary, John Favreau says, "Yes, that is a fart noise." And if you don't like it, then you need to get over yourself. Essentially, I'm not (laughs) quoting, but yeah, they literally put in a fart noise. Okay. So then, let me add a third, a third defendant. Well, no, a third. It's not defend. We're defending Justin Hammer. I'm going to do it. This is what it's going to take. Hit us. Let me let me remind everyone going back to an earlier minute when Justin Hammer introduced this. What is this? This is a kinetic kill sidewinder with a secondary, and I can't say the big word, it's cyclotrimethylenetramine RDX burst. Right. It is designed to be fired from long ranges, and its kinetic energy allows it to penetrate armored targets. It then detonates a force equivalent to that of C4 as RDX's main component of C4, the C4 explosive. It is essentially a miniaturized dual-stage smart bunker buster with a high explosive yield. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this to you right now. Mm-hmm. I know this was done for comedic effect. Sure. Mr. Favreau, yeah. that's what you call yourself. <laughs> I I know this is really done well, right? I understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, hammer technology. Uh, whatever. No. Justin, Justin Hammer is not the idiot. Tony Stark. Colonel Rhodes, you are the idiots. Because you didn't use the weapon in the way it was designed to be fired. Thank you. Yes. I, yeah. Court is adjourned. <laughs> right? Saying, did, you, did you rest your case? <laughs> well, I don't know. If I don't know. If defense? Am I defending Justin Hammer? Am I prosecuting? I don't know. He's out of order. You're out no. of order. I mean, right? Yeah. That's no, totally. You're <laughs> absolutely right. And I had the same note. Because I found online someone had actually done sort of a nerdy deep dive into the technology and said, no, it's not supposed to be fired from a still position. Like, it's in the same way that every time I see in a in a movie where you have, like, a, let's say, a Hulk-type character who, like, rips a missile off the wing of a plane that's sitting there and throws at somebody and explodes. I'm like, that's not how missiles work. Like, it's not that, isn't like, like... 
somebody in a forklift bumps into a missile and it explodes. That's there's a whole process it has to be armed and all that stuff. So yeah, basically this thing is supposed to be fired like from a moving vehicle, like it's supposed to be going at, at speed, not just it's not just like a hand grenade, right? Yeah, so like it's it's it wasn't that Justin Hammer's technology is crappy; it's that Rhodey used it wrong. Right. Well, I mean, kind of. That's what it is. And I love, by the way, the design of this launcher is really cool. Yeah, with the lighting. But and it if, even has some. If he was like like flying over the city at full right. speed and took it, armed it, and then let it go down, it would have you know taken out the. It would obviously would have taken out <laughs> Whiplash in an alternate uh, ending, but right. it would have taken out like the whole building. It would have detonated if it was if it was actually armed and shot and used properly. Well, and I think they had a basic understanding of this because I mean, yes, it's a cool looking launcher, but you can see it. It's it's rotating. It's spinning the missile before it fires it. Yeah, it's it's creating it's addition. It's creating additional motion. Yeah, I mean that's the way this works. Yeah, it's yeah, I get it. I get the joke. I mean, like it's you know, it's like haha, hammer technically. But like, we've actually seen that hammer is currently the number one weapons manufacturer in the world. Like the idea isn't that he's a hack. I mean, the thing is, he's not Tony Stark. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, he's just he's just a brilliant weapons manufacturer, not a (laughs) exoskeleton superhero manufacturer. Let me just say, this is unfortunate. Yeah. This is. I think this is just unfortunate. Mr. Favreau. On you, <laughs> I take your fart noise and I send it back to you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, uh, this is funny. But you're right, though. When you search on this, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's people who've made this this yeah, no, far, far more educated occasions. people than us have like said. Absolutely. Uh, I think if you'll um, notice, I, I would just like to put a shout out to Ironman.fandom.com oh, because nice. they had a lot of the great information about the, not only just the bunker bustle bu- uh-huh. bunker. <laughs> Buster missile. I had to think that through. Uh-huh. Um, but also just a lot of the information that we've gotten about the some of the different weapons here and stuff. It's excellent information for this. So, yeah. So then uh-huh. as, as they watch it fizzle out, uh, as the three of them sort of look down and watch it, you know, slowly just fizzle out of the ground. Tony says, Hammer Tech. Brody says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and hold on. When he says, Yeah. Since he can't just lower his head in shame, uh-huh. it's the rocket launcher that lowers yeah. in shame. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's, I'll just see myself out. Yeah, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> so then Tony says, I got this. And then the the battle uh, really begins because then uh, right. like so the, the action kicks off. Well, and then we got, we see immediately we go to uh, Tony's uh, his targeting. That's right. Shoulder rockets. Why not? Yeah, so like you see, like basically that uh, Ivan's got his head exposed. So all right, like there's a pretty good target right there. So that's the first, uh, you know, in the auto targeting uh, that Tony does. That's the first target he puts on, and then the rest of it is sort of in around in the chest and stuff too, because that's where his power is coming from. So Tony knows where the vulnerable parts are because uh, it's just this is just a copy of the Iron Man armor. Right. Hey, one thing to note on this. You know, we meant we. I think we didn't mention this on the deleted scene of the alternate ending from the previous minute. But something we don't normally get to see is Tony's point of view from the suit, and that's actually a moment where we get right here. He's you're actually seeing what he's yeah. seeing through the through the helmet true. display. That's true. So that's kind of a neat neat part. Yeah, we, we, were, we, were, we were just we were talking about that, and then they answered right. it. 
Right. Uh, and then, so he uh, then lets loose on the missiles, and immediately the the helmet goes up uh, and blocks it and everything, too. And basically, Whiplash knows his armor, and he knows uh, he can take it. So basically, he just, like, lets the uh, missiles hit it and explode and do nothing, and then just, like, we see him repeat the move that we had seen before, and he gets his whips going and charges up and then blasts into the ground uh, and then knocks both of them out and then then the fight is on so uh Rody begins blasting him with his his you know all the bullets he has left which i'm surprised he has any bullets left right where the hell is he storing all of these bullets well remember we yeah we've <laughs> oh, talked, about we're talking about that. About that too, but phantom like, yeah phantom, yeah, phantom technology like he's teleporting bullets back from uh, edwards air force base uh but uh once again you think if the missiles did anything you think your bullets are gonna do anything that's a big no. So Whiplash hits him with one of the whips and actually cuts the the old painless the the mini cannon in half. Like like the barrel goes flying off in a shower of sparks. And I think he actually catches a, a, one of his gauntlets as well uh, that that is then damaged. So uh, then, as you see, go into Rhodey's POV. Uh, something is at fifty percent. So whatever it was that <laughs> used to be at full power now, or used to at full capacity, now is down to fifty percent. And he says that the cannon is now uh, non-functional. Offline, we actually see the cannon in red, and then the word offline. Right. And and that's where the minute. And that's ends. where the minute comes in on Rhodey's face of like, oh, that that didn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy! So yeah, so right. we're we'll back for uh, minute one eleven, uh, a palindrome uh, to find out if uh, will Whiplash just use his whips to you know play jump rope? I I, I don't know. I think we'll, well, we'll let's hope. See. Let's hope he doesn't do anything else with them. We'll right? Just leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've gone down that road far oh, too far and, and we yeah, and uh you know we apologize to all our sensitive listeners and high five all of our juvenile ones exactly uh so <laughs> we had fart noises we did we did <laughs> and uh, this always happens you know what would be yeah. The, yeah the the worst transition to make out of this would be to uh shilling for merchandise but that's exactly what we're going to do because yeah. we have our very own marvel movie minute merch if you liked the adolescent enjoyment you had here or the deep philosophical uh conversations or the court case that was tried this episode do so, yes, celebrate it by buying some merchandise you can get our very very beautiful logo on hats on stickers on mugs on pillows uh pretty much whatever you want to put it on we'll put it on for you uh and everything you buy a uh, portion of the proceeds come back to us to help keep the show afloat because bandwidth ain't free so thank you all for listening i'll be back here been at 111 as the final fight between the character never referred to as whiplash in the movie and iron man and war machine <laughs> <laughs> continues on and you don't want to miss it enough said bye